When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We're not going over there for vacation. We're going over there to handle business and uh, to get wins. You heard it. The Jaguars are going over there purely for a business trip to London. It's a big week for the team. Welcome into Teal the Show. I'm Jamal St. Cyr. We've got Justin Barney and Alessandra both here. Frangie's already across the pond with the team. Guys, the, not the start to the season that we were hoping for for the Jaguars, but one and two is still a, a diggable hole, but they don't want it to get any deeper. You know, last year we saw this. Plain and simple, the Jaguars struggled last year. That second half of the season was phenomenal. You can't count on that, though. So I think Jacksonville may have got a little ahead of itself and said, hey, we can do this. Still filling out things, still trying to get that offense in sync, but hopefully we don't have to rely on a second-half rally out of this team. We can piece some consistency together, and it starts in London. Yeah. The second-half rallies have definitely been something we've seen a lot from the Jaguars, or at least trying to. I feel like this is, it's a turning point right now. You kind of felt that in the locker room after the Texans game. They're really disappointed. They're really frustrated right now. And I think this is going, hopefully, you know, maybe I'm thinking positively, but I think this is going to be the turning point. And London will be a good thing for them. The frustrations have definitely been boiling over, not just from the team, but from the fan base. Now, while fans are maybe ready to press the panic button, the Jaguars locker room is not. There's no sense of panic. There's no, um, guys are, I wouldn't say aren't concerned because that's not the right word. Obviously, we care a lot about what we do, so there is some concern on when you don't play well and you put a lot of work in and you don't play well the past two weeks. It's obviously frustrating, but there's no panic. There's all the belief. I got a lot of confidence in this team and how we, we can respond and and bounce back. And, and uh, you know, but it takes, listen, it's 14 games left, and, and we got a, a, a big one this week. You know, we, we've got to continue to you know, right the ship, obviously, and um, you know, fix the things that we need to fix. Coach coach better, play better, um, but do it collectively. You know, um, can't point fingers. You heard it, folks. It's not time to jump off the bandwagon just yet. It's still early in the process, but there is at least a little bit reason to be cautious moving forward. We have some concerns. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the Texans exposed that. I mean, a 20-point loss. For the Jaguars at home to Houston, just unbelievable. You think Jacksonville was ready to take that next step. That should have been a gimme game. That should have been a game where they imposed their will. That was certainly not that. They're still trying to look for those situations to do that. Yeah, the other thing, C.J. Stroud getting sacked 11 times in the first two games. And the defense was doing well this season, you know, somewhat. To not get to C.J. Stroud at all. A rookie quarterback with four backup offensive linemen, that's a huge concern. Yeah. Jaguars definitely have to jumpstart that pass rush somehow, some way. Now, the Falcons are a good team to maybe jumpstart it against. Last week, the Detroit Lions pass rush had a field day getting after the Falcons quarterback. Now the question is, can the Jaguars kind of take a page out of their book and put some pressure on Desmond Ritter? Pass rush, uh, we talk about it, we work on it, and we just got to make it happen. Right now, uh, they're not coming. Just go out there and 
when you're one-on-ones. That's the thing. When you get opportunity, when you're one-on-ones, and they're working on it, they're doing it. So we're ready for the improvement, ready to see the improvement. I just think it comes down to each man. Just It's a want to, a will to, you know. Um, you know obviously, we can, as a staff, you can create it with, with games and, and different things, you know, stunts and stuff. It definitely has not been an ideal start to the season for Trayvon Walker. While if you watch any sort of Lions highlights, people have been seeing and <laughs> Aiden Hutchinson getting after quarterbacks. So a lot of Jaguars fans are getting a little bit unhinged at this point as they watch Aiden Hutchinson get into the backfield. And we kind of watch Trayvon Walker just hang out as he still tries to figure it out. Yeah, it's just it's disappointing because Aiden Hutchinson, you saw him on Thursday Night Football, how much of a game changer he was. If he wasn't getting sacked, he was getting into that backfield. And that's the thing. That's the metric right there, which I think is a telltale sign. Aiden Hutchinson is getting to the quarterback. You know, he's got three or four sacks, but get that pressure to the quarterback. Jacksonville doesn't have anybody like that. You've seen flashes out of Josh Allen. Certainly haven't seen it out of Trayvon Walker. That's a missing piece on the scene. Yeah, it's, it's difficult. I do wonder, though, everyone compares them every single week, especially you said last night in Hutchinson had a great game. We haven't seen much from Trayvon Walker. I wonder if it's in his head too much. You wonder maybe he's thinking he's putting too much pressure on him because everyone is comparing him. Maybe Aiden Hutchinson doesn't worry about that. Who knows? But I do wonder if that's something that is holding him back a little bit possibly. I assume it's probably not, but you, know, you wonder if that outside noise, like we've heard them talk about is kind of getting to him. I feel bad for the guy, but he has to do better. He, he does have to do better. It definitely could be the mental part of the game. You know, a big part of football is physical, and we talk about the physical a lot, but there is always that mental element of the game. And maybe that's a part of what the Jaguars have had that has caused them to struggle early in the year. Doug Peterson says that he thinks his guys may have been pressing, just trying to be out of themselves to make some plays early in the season, even if some of the players in the locker room don't see it that way. I just think there's a, just a sense of guys are just pressing a little bit too much, trying to make plays, and just, just let the game come to them. No, I wasn't pressing. I just dropped two passes, you know, didn't play my best. That's all. I, I wasn't pressing. Happen to having fun out here, you know, and, and, you know, going out and enjoying playing the game that we're getting to play and not putting so much pressure on one another. And one way or another, the Jaguars definitely need somebody to start kind of making some plays. Whether they're pressing, whether they're not, they need to play within themselves, follow the game plan. But they have to go out and make those big plays and stop waiting for the moments where things have already gone bad to try and start making them. Yeah, you looked at the second half last year. It was remarkable what they were able to do and come back in late season games and the playoff game with Trevor threw four interceptions in the first half. It was just you knew Jacksonville could do it last year. I don't know if they got into their own head a little bit or whatnot. You know, Doug Peterson said there is some validity to statements like that. They're reading their press clippings. They saw that they could do it last year, and they're leaning on that this year. So for whatever reason, again, it's only a month into the season, four weeks into the season this Sunday. You got to hope Jacksonville turns it on and really kind of puts things together. That's the biggest thing. Get out of your own head, get out of your own way, and start making plays. I wonder if those press clippings was news for Jax.com. It, it uh, could have been. Could have been. Don't point the blame at us like that. We, we're not taking the, the pressure for that one. But you mentioned one of the big comebacks from last year. The Jaguars have definitely had some big comebacks, and we've kind of seen it in their play where they start to kind of rely on the fact, oh, we're never out of a game. They can come back. That leads them to maybe some of those flat, flat and slower starts. Yep. The Jaguars have talked about it all offseason that they wanted to start getting out to faster starts to football games. So far, it hasn't really happened. Evan Ingram said it's just something the team is still learning how to do.
Honestly, man, we, we got to learn how to do that. We got to learn how to start fast. We got to learn how to, to get a lead. We got to learn how to be efficient from the jump. Um, we're not there yet. We haven't really learned how to do that. Um, but the, 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 the most beautiful thing about this league is you get a next, another opportunity that next Sunday. So we're going to keep working at it. Um, and it's going to click for us eventually. Ingram's right. The Jaguars do have another opportunity to get it right this week. Hopefully they finally can get it right this week. Because while the comebacks are great, at some point, you'd like to think the team's just going to have a lead and just roll with it. Yeah, coaches hate doing that. I mean, coaches hate coming back. You would like to have that lead where you're not having to fight in that second half to scratch and claw back and get into games. It'd be nice to be consistent, start fast, have maybe a 13-10 lead at halftime and show your, you know, you could get into those games and, and not be behind, play with Nate Ball. I mean, the, the Texans were up 17-0 at halftime over the Jaguars. You do not want to find yourself in that position. If you could start fast, have a little bit of a lead at the break, that's what you want to see and kind of consistently build on that. Jacksonville just had not been able to do that. Yeah, it's difficult because they always say they want to start fast. That's the goal, but we haven't seen it. So it's like, well, you can keep talking about it, but until we see it, then we can actually believe that you guys are going to do it. Hopefully this week they can do it. Like I said, positivity going on over to England. <laughs> you know, maybe they can start it, but it, it is, you know, we're heading into the middle of the season and it's getting kind of old where you're saying you want to do it. You just got to do it, you know, so that's a difficult thing. Trevor Lawrence did say at halftime with the Texans that he thought that they were going to win the game, and then, of course, they didn't, of course. You know, so it's kind of like, you know, it's good that they stay in the game. They're positive throughout the game, but it's you got to have to start. It need, it, something needs to happen. They can't just talk about it. They have to be yeah. about it. We'll see if the Jaguars can get the job done this week against the Atlanta Falcons. Coming up until the show returns, we'll talk a little bit more about that matchup and maybe an interesting way that you can watch the game this week. That's straight ahead right after this break. All right, welcome back into Teal the Show. This is a time where we kind of dig into the matchup this week against the Atlanta Falcons. This is a big game. You don't want to say it's a must-win just yet, but it kind of feels like that. You don't want to get in a three-game slide this early in the year. Now, the good news is the Falcons aren't necessarily a dominant team, but they're good at what they're good at. And they're very good at running the football. Yeah, Cordell Patterson, although he's he's questionable for the game on Sunday, but Bijan Robinson has he's been has been electric. So Jacksonville coming off their worst defensive performance of the season last week against the Texans of all teams, playing with four backup offensive linemen, and they completely gashed the Jaguars. So a big test against Kyle Pitts and uh, Bijan Robinson this week for that defense. You got to pick it up. You think the offense will start getting things together, but that defense, which had been kind of hanging your hat on that early on this year. You hope that's not sliding and fading away. So I wonder for you guys, are we more concerned about the defense stopping the run, or are we more concerned about the offense getting something going? I think uh, I think both after last week. Line. I think both uh, after last well, week. Well, the, the defense's strength is stopping the run. I'm not concerned yeah. there. Like the, the way they're built, when we sit there and look at the defense, we're like, oh, who's going to get to the quarterback? I, we can rattle off all those guys. Roy Robertson-Harris, what's he better at? Pass rush or stopping the run? Absolutely. Stop the run. Pass rush or stopping the run? Every one of those guys, you say, oh, they're better as a run stopper. They should be able to stop the run. I yeah. just, it, but stopping the pass, that's a different, or getting to the passer for the defense, much more uh, cautious. And the offense should start to come together. For a couple of guys this week for the Jaguars, this is a revenge game. Calvin Ridley, <laughs> Boye Aluakin, uh, both of them kind of said, ah, 
you know, hey, it's just another game, even though Foyer said he might get his juices flowing a little bit as the game gets closer. Uh, so th this game means a little bit more to both of them, even if they don't want to say it. Which one of them is going to have a bigger game on Sunday? Uh, ah, you got to go. be Calvin Ridley. I mean, he's, he's fired up. He's coming off a terrible game against the Texans. <laughs> been chomping at the bit, you know, really kind of waiting for that breakout game. You know, after that week one, he was great in week one, but just kind of has fallen off since then. So I'm going to think Calvin has a bigger game. He's got to have a big game. I mean, nobody, I mean Zay Jones being injured, um, Christian Kirk when they kind of bracket him and cover him up. So if you're Calvin Ridley, you're going to have a big game if you're Calvin Ridley. Got to come back from last week. Yeah, I agree. And I also think, you know, look at the history between Calvin Ridley and the Falcons. This is when he was on that team when he got suspended. So I think they're, I mean, it, you know, he did bet on the games, but maybe there could be some animosity for Calvin. So you want to get back at them. Who knows? But I think it's he's going to be more determined to have a good game because of last week than going against his former Yeah, and team. Foyer, we know what he's about. I mean, he's a tackling machine every week. I don't think Foyer needs more motivation. But Calvin, maybe looking at a team that gave up on him, wasn't didn't have his back, I yeah. think that's a little bit of extra momentum for that. Absolutely. I think both of them are going to have good days. I think Foyer Lewican might have just a little bit better day. Uh, just because I, I just feel like he understands. He's the offense, or he's the defensive guy going against that offense when they had joint practices two years ago. It just felt like he knew everything they were getting ready to try and do. We'll see if it comes together that way, but I do think both of them will have big games. All right, we've reached the point in the show. Uh, I do still have one thing up my sleeve, but let's let's pick the game. Uh, all right, somebody's got to win, somebody's got to lose. We like to do this. All right, who's good? What, what you got, Justin? You I got win or lose. You're leading in the picks I right am. now. I am. I'm leading two to one, which is surprising because I think I had four wins last year. Um, <laughs> so I'm halfway to my. I'm already eclipsed that. So I'm gonna say Jaguars bounce back, 27-21. You know, London is a good escape for them. At this point, you know, you're facing, you don't want to come back from overseas and yeah. be saddled with a four-game losing streak. So if you're Jacksonville, this is a huge game. You get to tune out the distractions of the local media and, and national media over here talking about you and your, your downfall. So I think Jaguars 27-21. Right. Ooh, I think I'm still going to go for the Jaguars, even though what I wanted to, which is like horrible. Uh, but I'm not very good at betting. That's the oh. one good thing. That's why I think, goodness, there's no betting in the state. I think the Jaguars are going to win by a field goal. I don't know the final oh. score just yet, but I think they're going to win by a field right. goal. I just, that's what I think. All right. I, I kind of anticipated this because I do think this is a must win for the Jaguars. I do think they win the game. I think it's going to be a little close, but I think it's one of those days where the Jaguars kind of dictate the pace and they end up winning. I mentioned Foya Luke, and I think he gets an interception that seals it up at the end. Uh, there you go. That's my, that's my prediction. I anticipated we all might agree. That's why I said I had one more thing up, our, up my sleeve here. So this week for the Jaguars game in London, you can watch it in Toy Story Vision, right? So it's going to be streaming live over on Disney+. Plus. It's going to be streaming also on ESPN+. Plus. If you, just, if you have kids, if you want to watch it a different way, it should be an interesting thing. So Trevor Lawrence kind of got my wheels turning. He said earlier this week he thought if he was a Toy Story character, it'd be cool to see himself as Slink. All right, there are a lot of Toy Story characters out there. I have a feeling that both of you know most of them if you had to pick one Jaguars player and who would be one Toy Story character give me a guy and you can't do Trevor Lawrence as Slink you got to give me Travis Etienne as somebody Calvin Ridley as somebody any Jaguars player and a Toy Story character I didn't tell them this ahead of time so they are definitely <laughs> on the spot with this one <laughs> I, I'm gonna say uh, let's see Travis Etienne as Slink the, the shiftiness the curves the bending That's around a good one. okay so okay. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna say Slink is, uh, is Travis Etienne I did not watch uh, this Toy Story growing up, so I really don't know the characters. Uh, is Buzz Lightyear in Toy Story? Get out of here. Come on. Toy okay. I'll go Buzz Lightyear is, um, he's a leader. He's going to be one of the captains. He'll be one of the captains. One of the ca I don't know. I didn't All right, well, the easy one was Devon Hamilton as Ham. 
was the, was the the give me that? answer. There. But he's on IR. He though, is on so IR. But I did I didn't tell you. He, he's taken off there. But so. that was probably the easiest one. If you had to go something else, I'd probably go something like Zay Jones is Duke Kaboom. See, there you go. The let's, speed, let's hope the B toe taps. Yeah, let's hope B. John Robinson is not Zod you know, in this. In this uh, let's definitely hope I don't know who any of these not. people are. See, see there you go. <laughs> Told you, maybe I should have let her do some homework before we got on here and did this. All right, uh, that'll do it. Justin, Alessandra, thanks for being here with us. We'll have them here for both episodes of Teal the Show next week while Frangie is still across the pond in London with the team. We'll be talking all about those. Thank you at home for tuning in and hanging out with us. Good night, everybody, and go Jags.